Okay. Before we start the podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go and Pokemon Go PvP, uh, I'm going to take a quick moment uh, to very roughly, because I haven't written anything out and done anything, I haven't posted anything on Twitter or the socials or, you know, made my thoughts concise, but I'm going to try and not make this super absolutely crazy. Uh, on Friday, June 24th, I believe. Uh, yes, June 24th, 2022, uh, the Supreme Court of the United States of America uh, overturned the ruling, uh, the over 50-year-old ruling of the court case Roe v. Wade. Um, if you are from outside of the U.S., um, or are somewhat unfamiliar, I'm going to be incredibly generic here. Uh, Roe v. Wade basically gave women the availability um, and the choice to um, choose whether or not they get an abortion. Um, more broadly, I believe it also... Um, also allowed for a bit more uh, choice within the overall decision-making process of women's health. Um, that ruling, as I said, stood for uh, about 50 years or so. Um, there was some scuttlebutt that SCOTUS was looking at overturning it or was looking back at that decision um, within the last couple of weeks. And on Friday, they decided to uh, overturn Roe v. Wade. Now, um, I, I'm not a news channel that doesn't just outright ban abortions, but allows state by state to, uh, uh, rather than the federal government saying you cannot ban this, it allows each state to then make the decision themselves. And as maybe many of you know, um, the United States is full of many states, some okay and bearable and quite a handful, uh, quite a bit less so. Um, so as me, a human being, not necessarily as battle science, but me as a human being, Stephen, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods, um, I would like to say uh, that I wholeheartedly disagree with the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Um, I am in uh, full support of women getting uh, having the ability to choose um, how they, what they do with their own bodies. It should not be anyone else's decisions but theirs um, when it comes down to when it comes to making those decisions, it should be no one but their own decisions uh, to to make, um, be it any form of medical care or even more specifically abortion. So I, uh, again, I try my best kind of all over the place as far as jumbled thoughts, everything. Um, so incredibly disappointed in the the 
governing body bodies of the United States of America. Goodness gracious, this sucks. Um, I know it caught a lot of people off guard um, and really was maybe some of the worst news you could start a weekend with, um, especially going into some really cool um, some really cool Pokemon Go stuff over this last weekend. Um, and we'll, we'll get to that here shortly. Um, but know that I will, um, I, I will try my best to support in any way I can, uh, the reinstate, reinstation, the turning back on of the, the original decision of Roe v. Wade, um, and support women in general, uh, having the choice um, being able to make the choice for themselves to whether or not to have an abortion as well as the the girls at PVP and all women as part of this community. So um, hopefully no one can misconstrue that and hopefully I got my point across reasonably. Jesse, yay, nay. I think you did fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and mirror everything you said. You know, it's an incredibly unfortunate circumstance of what has happened to our government. And boy, howdy, do I want to be the 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 team valor representative to burn it all down? Gosh, darn it! I need Moltres. Where is Moltres when you need them? Burn it. Sorry. Um. I I'm not an anarchist, I swear. <sighs> All right, let's talk some Pokemon stuff. Ready? Yep. Let's do it. Welcome to a very caffeinated, at least one half of the Battle Science Podcast is incredibly caffeinated currently. I am one of your hosts, Stephen, a.k.a. Boy in the Woods, joined as always, thankfully, by Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Admin J. Good evening, everyone. Um, I was, Jesse, to let you know, thinking that if you were unable to join me, it would have been a... What was I going to call it? Um, Steven Solo Sprint or something like that okay. with, of, of, of Battle Science News um, and try and do the best I could if you were, uh, you know, depending on how you're feeling, because I know you're under the weather. Um, Again. <laughs> do you, you not COVID? No, it's just a cold. Okay. No fever, no, 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 like, uh. My eyes are watering, my nose is running, and my head hurts. That sucks. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it sounds like allergies, but it's not allergies. It is not allergies. I don't... It, it's it's one of those things I looked up online. It's like, are both your eyes watery? I was like, no. Then it's the common cold. Wild. Wait, well, so like one is watering and then the other one isn't? 
No. What? And they're rotating. Oh. They're they're taking turns. Yeah, basically. That's weird. It's two At one point today it was the left nose was running and the right eye was watery. So you're so your two eyes are TCG players, and they're both running water decks? Uh. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, I'm only here for another hour and a half plus. <laughs> uh. Uh. Oh. Boy, how do you, do we have some uh, stuff for you? But before we get into it, let's get into a little bit of housekeeping here. Um Today's episode is being recorded uh, is for the very end of June. This will go up uh, June or July 1st, 2022, uh, recording here on the 28th um, because it is in the middle of June. We have one final shout out for a our uh, patrons. Our Patreon pod- podcast producers over at patreon.com slash battle science. Uh, our wonderful Patreon podcast producers, P3P squared, or no, P cubed. I'm sorry. Let me get my math right. Uh, are Dolphin93, James, aka Jimmy Bo, aka Jim is him, Evo Stevo, Winston the Champ, Jmar, and Dan P. Uh, thank you all for being Patreon podcast producers for the month of June. Um, if you want to be like our wonderful Patreon podcast producers, you can go over to patreon.com slash battle science and back us at the $5 tier or higher, um, to get your name read at the beginning of the show and help support us, um, in the absolute best way. Um, the Patreon podcast producers, as well as any backers over at patreon.com slash battle science dollar or more get access to the battle science after dark podcast a podcast that jesse and i record where we talk about whatever strikes our fancy and we get to swear so the couple of times i've had to censor myself here uh don't have to worry about that for the battle science after dark podcasts i can go absolute ham um and boy do i like ham um you can listen to june's Battle Science After Dark podcast, which was recorded last week. Jesse, do you remember what we talked about last week? For the B-Sad? Yes. Nope. Mm, let's see. I know <laughs> I talked about, I had an anecdote, a work anecdote story about um, uh, somebody at work was getting revenge, and the way they got in revenge was unique. Um, and then I talked a little bit about the hockey comedy uh, sitcom-ish show uh, Le Shorzy, uh, which is on Hulu. Talked a little bit about that. And then we talked about some other Pokemon Go stuff, but I don't remember what we were talking about. Um, hmm. Maybe we'll have to subscribe to our own Patreon and go listen. Oh, no. People would have to go help us. Help us help you by providing you some additional entertainment in the form of hour to hour and a half additional or hour and hour and a half podcast lengths of additional fun content. Um, Here we go. Be sad. 
Oh, that's right. The Milwaukee uh, Play Pokemon events happened. Uh, uh, we talked about that. that. Yeah, the weekend before. Uh, not this last weekend, but the weekend before. We talked about that. Oh, boy. But. Butts. Boots. Uh, we have some more Play Pokemon stuff to talk about here today but before we get into that we have other stuffs and things giddy up now this is the news roundup all right welcome to the news roundup we have leading off today a very big uh awesome i can't how do mm, it's 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 huge it's really big. This weekend, July 3rd at 11 a.m. PST, 2 p.m. EDT. If I'm doing my math right, I think I am. It's three three time zones? Three hours? Right? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's If it's 2 p.m. Eastern and we that go back three hours, 11 a.m. PST, Correct. And goodness gracious, I hope I'm doing my math right, because then I'd look like an absolute goober um, if I get it incorrect. Um, the Enhoff and, let's see, so it's Enhoff, Final Boss AJ, DeFi, uh, or DeFi E, 250, Simply Gabby, Need for Speedy, uh, with production by Miss Mystic, um, and sponsored by pretty much every big name in the Pokemon Go PvP community, um, Enhoff is hosting a uh, tournament on July 3rd with the title We Won't Stop, Battle for Row. Um, relating back to my intro here, um, this is a, a tournament um, playing the Summer Cup format from GBL. Um with the goal of fundraising for Planned Parenthood. Um, brain fart, sorry, hold on. Uh, so you can participate. Um, I believe you will want to uh, DM Enhoff, so at Goddess Enhoff, uh, G-O-D-D-E-S-S-N-H-O-F-F, um, on Twitter, um, to, uh, inquire about participating. Um, they are doing donations. Let me see if what happens when I click the link. I have not donated currently. I am looking to potentially donate here in the next couple of days. Uh, donate.tiltify, T-I-L-T-I-F-Y dot com uh, slash at Enhoff slash we dash won't dash stop dash battle dash four dash row. That's R-O-E if you do not know how to spell that. Um, to go help donate for uh, donate some funds to Planned Parenthood Federation of America. Um... I will be participating. Um, I'll be there. I don't entirely know how the stream's going to work. Um, I know that the entire cast, all of the casters are all women. 
Um, neither myself, I, I, to my knowledge, neither myself or any other men are going to be featured as far as casters. Um, there will be some support clips, uh, some 30 second, uh, clip things, um, that will be showcased as far as say I myself will be submitting something, um, in support, um, for this and I support against the overturning of Roe v. Wade, etc. Um, but I will be able to participate in the tournament. There's, I think, I think they mentioned there's no limit to the amount of players within it. So there's a chance it goes 10 plus rounds at 30 minute, <laughs> 30 minute rounds per. Um, somebody said they would be donating $5 every time they lost. So there's a chance that they're going to be donating a whole lot. Um, which is kind of awesome. Um, I've got to build a summer cup team. Uh, I could certainly put together a team of three that I would run into GBL with, but building a team of six in this meta is going to be kind of bizarre. We'll talk about summer cup later. Um, but I will be watching the stream. Um, I won't be doing a, we won't be doing a, like co-stream like we've done for a couple of the play Pokemon events. Um, we'll probably host it on the battle science, um, Twitch page, but we won't be doing any voiceover or anything on the stream as we put it out on Twitch. Um, I will be hanging out in our discord, um, watching the stream, hanging out with people, talking about our battles. um, and I will be recording my battles, potentially even streaming them within the Discord as we watch the stream. Um, I don't want to take away from um, what they're putting together as far as their production, um, which is why I just want to stream what they're doing and, and not put myself there. Um, so if you want to hang out with me, I imagine this is going to go for a little while because if we're doing an unlimited amount of rounds, we're starting at 11 o'clock. Um, I might have to Uber eat some, some meals or, or something. We'll, we'll see how far it goes. I have the entire day free. So, um, and plenty of time on the 4th of July to sleep in and recuperate. So we might absolutely go ham. Um, I might tune in, but I'm, uh, I already have prior obligations. Yes. You had prior obligations a while ago. This was announced to no Monday. Because today is Tuesday. Lol. Um, but depending on how how much free time I get at this event, I'll see if I can maybe squeak in and register in between rounds. And if I have to throw and lose, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see. I don't know. I, having not seen a whole lot of like super big tournaments streamed, especially remote tournaments, I don't know how this is all going to work. Um, I've been super busy outside of uh wanting to do this this week this week's actually oh quite crazy um so i need to hop into their discord and do what i need to as far as registering um getting my information and all of that stuff so um plans for this evening um come hang out it is going to be streamed uh twitch.tv slash n-a-h-o-f-f so that's n-a-hoff um it's going to be huge. Um, your sponsors are the names of Ghost Stadium, uh, the girls at PvP, PvPoke, 
Mazer Gaming. Um, I don't recognize. Do you know what NEB is? Nope. I I don't. I really should. Um, Antimatter, uh, Go Cast, uh, Pokemon Go PvP podcast, uh, Pokey Battler. Um, so it's it's pretty huge. So, um, I think that's everything. We'll talk more about the Summer Cup meta here in a little bit. Um, we all have two metas to talk about here today. Um, but we also have a bunch of game updates, like event updates, but also I think probably one of the biggest announcement thingies that maybe is flying under the radar for the general PvP uh, community as it's posted only on Twitter. Um, Niantic might have fixed everything. Well, no, don't hold your breath. PvP, a lot of things. Um, so I should I read this verbatim? Uh, it's up to you because it's kind of technical. Uh, I'm gonna read Michael Stranka's Stranka. I think it's Stranka. Um, if if it's incorrectly and you're listening, Michael, do tell me. Uh, no telling if you're actually listening because you're probably super busy. Um, tell me if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly, um, please and thank you. Or someone else. Or uh, I'll I'll look out for it. Um, if there's any other interviews or anything. Um, Michael Stranker retweets the Niantic support at Niantic Health uh, tweet as of yesterday. Yes, yesterday, on Monday, uh, June 27th. Uh, I know the team over here has been working incredibly hard on these fixes over many months. As you can imagine, resolving turns on a half-second interval between players battling across the world on different levels of internet connectivity and hardware is super complex. The goal was to fix the major issues in PvP prior to the World Championships in August. We'll be monitoring and monitoring the performance of this update closely but early signs seem very positive curious to hear everyone's experience with this update um so i think the primary thing i'm seeing a lot of comments on is fast move denial to the point where some fixed has been fixed um because that was a bug um the interesting thing is i've seen a comment or two basically saying hey i now have to relearn all of like all of the format of how i play because fast move denial was a mechanic that people could rely on and built not necessarily built strategies around um but knew how to sort of push and exploit um basically people knew their matchups knew their matchups and knew like what fast moves where what to scenario they won what, what's every scenario yeah um, which is a refreshing take on the game because then it's like oh look the things that you oh this should have won well yeah when the game wasn't broken yes who is inviting me to nope that's a mega charizard x no, thank you. A Mewtwo, maybe, but uh, not not to one of those. Um, this is incredibly refreshing to hear. Um, 
any online game will not be able to get past bugs. The lag, oddities, weak connections, all of that stuff will continue to happen. Um, but it is incredibly refreshing to see that they have continued to work on this and that I think a lot of the inconsistencies are going to be pushed out here. I don't... I, to be honest, I don't play a ton of GBL. I've played just enough. Um, Jesse, do you have... Have you played any GBL in the last day and a half? Do you, have you noticed anything? I have, play? but I haven't felt like it's been a difference. Okay. I've still seen a bug here or there, though. Right. So, th I mean, that's the, the one thing is it's kind of... Their response is rather technical. Something to the effect of... There are some bugs that have been fixed now. There will be another chunk of bugs that will be fixed in the next patch, which I think they're pushing. Feels like they're pushing updates every week or so. Yeah, by at weekly this, at most. Yeah, at this point, it's pretty consistent. Um, like the one I saw specifically today, I was playing a Pokemon through a charge move, and then usually there is a pause between each person using a charge move, the opponent's Pokemon through their charge move immediately after mine. No animation timer or anything. Mm -hmm. It's um, like you both did your charge animation at the same time, and because I would have won CMP, mine went off first, but then immediately thereafter, I got prompted to use a shield for like two seconds, and then the move went through. Mm -hmm. Um... I appreciate that I'm hearing a lot of positives from the people that would know better than me, <laughs> I think, on uh, on Twitter. Um, I'll have to ping, and actually maybe that's the community question of, like, does the, with these updates, with these bug fixes, does the game feel better to you? Um, I think that's the, what I want to get a sense of is, does this make you... Um, have hope for the future. Yeah, does this does this well not necessarily does this give you hope. I mean realistically like does this improve the overall mood as far as your experience with the game, but is this a does this feel like an improvement? Does this feel like a big improvement Ooh. and is this um, you know, a step in the right direction? So um because this kind of sounds pretty big, then that's this is what I think a lot of people have been asking for for quite a while. So um, we will have to wait another couple weeks or so, and then once we get into the World Championships, the Play Pokemon World Championships, we will see, I think, on a bigger stage, um, how these updates affect the game overall. So, yeah, color me excited, which, you know, is up to your interpretation as far as what color uh, on the color spectrum is, so you know, have fun with it. I feel like for you it's an orange. Oh, God, I love orange. Um, hey, do you know what happened this weekend? Uh, uh, community day? Uh, yeah, it was a community day. Do you know what Pokemon it was? What, what was that? Dino from Flintstones. Oh. Uh, I'm that old. Let me date myself. Yeah, go ahead. Just, <laughs> you know. You fossil, you. Uh, 
You're not that much older than I am. Uh, yes, uh, Jesse is correct um, with that reference. Uh, the Dino Community Day was this last weekend on Saturday, June 25th from 11, uh, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time. Dino was spawning in the wild, and also Zwilius was spawning in the wild, like, a lot. Um, Hydreigon got Brutal Swing, and we now know the final details of Brutal Swing, at least we think, right? Speculative final they, details. They wouldn't change it again, would they? Wouldn't, I don't know at this point. It wouldn't surprise me if they changed it again. Um... And we experience the bonus raid battles after community day as well. Um, so I'm going to stop talking for a little while. And Jesse, I'm going to ask you, what was your uh, let's let's start with the first three hours. How did you feel about the first three hours? We did something a little bit different as far as the location we played. Um, so we decided to stay local. We went around our town. Uh, we started at one point that we usually start for our our lure farming, and then from there we walked, kind of just casually walked with one of our other friends, with uh, Chris, Heart of Sword, around our local town. Um, very hot, first hot day of the season that we had. I think I want to say it was 75 or 80. Um, well, phones on, were cooking. On on Saturday? Saturday, yeah. Um. Give me one second. I think we got up to the 80s. But we were walking around. Uh, it took us about the entirety of the event to encompass that, which we considered downtown for our area. Um, hit a bunch of the popular spots that we know to play the game in. And halfway through our little walk, we found a hundo, a wild hundo. There were a few other people locally that we don't really know that were walking around. We shouted it out. Steven was the one that found it because he found a shiny, and he's like, that's a hundo. And so we frantically raced back, retracing our steps to where we thought it might be. Unfortunately, all of us were able to get... The rest of us were able to get it. I'm not sure about the locals that were there. I uh, went to go share it in what I assumed was our local chat and tagged everybody, <laughs> only to find out that I had tagged the next two towns over about 30 miles away because the sun was blurring on my screen. So I couldn't see where I was chatting and someone's like, where is that? And I was like, who's the local that's asking, Oh, this isn't the right chat. <laughs> yeah. And then by the time I realized it, I was like, eh, locals aren't going to get here in time. And if I, if I said it, they might cause an accident or something. Yeah. I, it, it was, uh, uh, the high was 79. Yeah, felt like it. Yeah, uh, especially walking around on some of the streets. It was, uh, let's see, 80 plus. Yeah. Um, it was hot. It was really hot. I definitely stayed hydrated. Yes. Um. So I think the benefit was each of us already had the hundo. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was thanks to the, the dragon event we had in February. That sounds right. Um, so we had quite a chunk of candy. Um, I don't think, did any of us have the shiny already? No. Um, but we each had already had the hundo through, let's see, I think I had mine through research. Yeah, I got mine through research. And then I don't know what Chris had Research, and then I found out the other one I had was from you. 
Oh, traded? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Um so then we we found the we found the Hundo along our walk. So the mm-hmm. um and I found mine happened to be the Shundo. Um so both of my Shundos are from community days community Day. here local. Um so the other Shundo I have is also a green shiny in Beedrill from Beedrill Community Day. Um, so that doesn't bode well for any other community days we go out or any other community days that don't focus a green shiny. So cool. Like, I, I mean, we get Chespin here soon. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yes. Well, maybe it's not really on the, uh, it's not on the, what am I thinking? It's not on the loading screen. So <laughs> you don't want to know what no, two... Chikorita is, so Chikor... that's probably our next classic. Yeah, Chikorita is, and um, Tepig. Tepig is. Um, there's also another Pokemon focused on the loading screen, and that's um, to get ahead of myself a little bit. That is uh, Staraptor. So we'll talk about that here in a little bit as well. Um, so we walked around. We hung out. Uh, I think realistically for our town we came out pretty good um mm-hmm. overall i think the one downside that i think you and i both encountered was a great league we we were all of our great league hydreigon were in the double digits or so like not super yep. fantastic um but i think overall i think the day if it was a little cooler would have been nice but very solid day um for a community for the first day. three hours yeah um jesse what was your th- just overall thought on the mechanics of of the second half of the raid features if niantic was gonna up the difficulty i wish they would have told us mm. well they did say it was a four star but they didn't say it was going to be a like really difficult four star they put it more on the par of a five star like I can solo some three star slash four star raids. Mm-hmm. I can solo a Dragonite. I can solo a Snorlax. Mm-hmm. I could not solo that. We barely managed to get by with four people. Mm-hmm. Um, I I and I think the reasoning there is bringing the community together. Um, what community? None of our locals wanted to come out and do it. That's the downside. Um, and I think a. a that that thought is shared by a lot of people that hey this would have been really cool if the rest of my community actually cared um and wanted to go to in-person raids and you know because these these raids were not able to be done remotely you could send remote invites um but you would get the error that you would need to walk closer to participate um and even uh i reached out to the issaquah group and i asked what they thought and a couple of them Issaquah was in the same boat. No one stayed out after the first initial three hours. Uh-huh. So it was just stragglers trying to get more spawns, like Proto Man and his girlfriend just trying to get more people to get more spawns. Uh-huh. Um, there was a portion of the Issaquah group that went out to Bellevue because they relied on the spoofers and the cheaters out there. They just sat in the mall area mm-hmm. and just farmed off people beating the nearby raids. Ah. Uh. Well, I don't know if they're, I mean, 
It probably doesn't help that there are oh, no, spoofers they, and cheaters. They were spoofers. They joined in the lobby and saw the names with the numbers and the same. Okay. Like, Savage 0666, Savage 0667. Ah, I see. Um, I mean, I guess that helps. Sure. And it's if it's super hot like it was, hang out in the mall is an option, I guess. I mean, that was one of the things we considered with East, with uh, Crossroads. Yeah. Yeah, Crossroads Mall would have worked out, I think. Um, one thing I will say is I think the fact that, D- that Zwilius 1 could not be shiny was the huge deterrent for it pop- overpopulating the spawns during the first three hours, mm-hmm. and then the huge deterrent for people wanting to do the raid. Yes. Um, I think the... So the, the the pro and con there is the pro is it gives more candy on catch. It gives more candy, gives more stardust. Um, I think a higher chance of giving XL candy as well. The con there is it can't be shiny, um, which... Uh... The fact that it can't be shiny and it's not wild spawn IVs doesn't appeal to either audience. As far as raids, sure. Um, I think the the... The Zwilius that spawned in the wild during Community Day, um, I think, are also kind of in an interesting spot. That, yeah, you know, they're they're all over the place depending on where you're playing. Well, that was another thing too. The group in Bellevue said the last hour of Community Day was uh, weather boosted. Oh, (laughs) wait. So So there were people out doing Mewtwo raids just to try and find the Hundo. Wow. So wait, they got windy weather? Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, we, I mean, our area, I think we were, it was kind of getting to that point, but we weren't quite sure that we were going to get windy weather. Yeah. Because uh, the valley does just very, very infrequently gets windy weather. Yeah. Like it's maybe once or twice, an hour or two every three months. Yeah. Um. I think it was solid. I, I mean, we there's... did some testing, and you want to share what we found out? Yes, I will share what we found out here in just a moment. I think overall, solid community day. It's an interesting way of why not just have it be a full six hours, I guess. Because money. Yeah, because they want to put it behind ray passes, which works, I guess. I don't know. Like, why not just have us buy a, an additional incense that works for that period of time only or something i don't know or have us buy a another ticket because that's worked for go fests why not have us buy an additional ticket for a community day that allows us to interact with it for another three hours because it that's entirely doable within their their systems we've seen it happen so um but as far as the back half of the event um we did a little bit of testing because we were pretty darn satisfied with what we had caught already um and we had some time we were hanging out so we had a couple of gyms in our area we'd have to walk about a block or so in either direction to hit each gym uh to hit a zwilius raid and activate the 30 minutes of dino spawns so when we first tried out 
uh, or when we first finished the community day and had the raids, there was one that we had to wait just a couple minutes for it to spawn. Um, we hit it and we were sort of trying to figure out how big are these Dino spawns or what's the radius of these Dino spawns? What's the density? What's our pro con here? Where do we really need to go? How frequently are these Dino spawns? How frequent are the Dino spawns? How frequent are the raid uh, eggs appearing, etc. So we figured there was a particular area within uh, our town that we could hit a couple of gyms. Uh, we could have some shade as well as um, a couple of a handful of stops to recoup uh, items because boy, how do you use a lot of items during community day? Um, Fun fact, I'm still recovering item-wise. They are very eager to give me Pokeballs and nothing else, apparently. Um, so we were activating, over the course of a couple of different raids, to activate that 30-minute that thirty minute window of Dino spawns, um, we put on, I think, just about everything. So we did, we did an Incense. We we did lures, and we was there anything else we activated? I think that was it. Lures and incense. Um, we didn't do we did standard lures. We didn't do any of the the fancy typed lures. Um, so we didn't test absolutely everything. But, um, we did. We found out that if you are within the radius of a completed raid within the 30 minutes, that Dino would spawn on not only in the wild, but also off of your incense if you're within the radius of or within the diameter of the, the, the completed raid within the 30 minutes, but also spawn off of lures that are on stops within the radius of the completed raid. Was that something that they had shared with us? I don't think they did. Um, but when we were kind of conceptualizing how it was working initially, um, we were like, this, you know, this might work. This this would give us additional spawns, not only just standard wild spawns, but incense has something spawn every two minutes. Or no, incense has something spawning every minute or so if you're walking, 45 seconds right. to a minute while you're walking, which we weren't. Um I think it's two minutes, two to three minutes if you're stationary. And then... If you're uh, stationary with an instance, it's every five minutes. Every five minutes. And then lures is every two minutes. Correct. No matter what. Yeah. Um, so it turns out both will spawn Dino. Um, now, no telling if these mechanics change for the next community day in which the raid features, or even if these raid features come back in a future community day. But if they do, the interesting little nugget is both lures and incense will spawn that featured Pokemon within that radius during that 30-minute window. Yeah, as soon as that timer's up, they will disappear like the end of the community day. Yes. Um, that way, if we do get something coming back and say you aren't able to participate in the first half, but you're able to participate in the second half, and you want as many spawns as possible, 
hit up one of the gyms, complete it, throw on uh, as many lures and incense and an incense if you're walking around and wanting to get as many of those spawns as possible. I mean, um, ideally, what you'd want to do, especially if they keep lures or yeah, lures for an hour. Mm-hmm. I know that's a seasonal bonus right now, <clears throat> but if they end up keeping that in the future, try to find somewhere with at least three stops and two gems. That way you can alternate between the two gems for the 30 minutes for the hour lure. Yes. The one the one thing to, to know was that the four-star eggs would... They had what like they were inconsistent for sure. Yes, they were not. They were not a like lengthy. They were not hatched for the duration. The the what was it? It was they weren't like raid hours where they all start at this roughly within the five minute window of each other. Uh huh. They were intermittent. So I think the first one we saw when we went to was hatching twenty minutes after the event started. But yes. we just wanted to take a break and get lunch, so that worked out. Yep. Uh, do, 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 do. I think that's it. There was a couple of odd things that was going on. Let's see. It was stickers weren't dropping in. In the shop or gifts, and then the Ultra Ball box wasn't available. Yes, the Ultra Ball box that was... Um, The yes, the Ultra Bowl box that was said to be there was not there, and yeah. the Dino Community Day stickers were not dropping from s- stop spins and were incredibly rare from yes. gift openings. Now, realistically, as of today, Tuesday, you can still get Dino stickers from opening gifts. I don't know how long that will last. Surprise. <laughs> yes. I don't know how long that will last, and they are incredibly, they are still pretty rare. Um, who knows if they push a window where you can spin, um, spin stops. And I imagine anything, it'll come back in December. That's true. That would make sense. Um, that would, that would make sense. Fingers crossed. Um, who knows? <laughs> um, But yeah, Dino Community Day. Let us know how you had. Yes. Um, oh goodness. Uh, yeah, the, it, it was good. I think. Um, and I wouldn't be like, other than just making it a full six-hour community day. Um, I think the raids push their desire i think it it showcases their desire to bring the community together because it does require the community to come together um to do those raids afterwards i think if it had an additional bonus afterwards so say it's bonus catch candy for the duration but like say dino caught during the raid give additional stardust as well so that there's still an incentive to participate in the second part of a community day rather than yeah, because saying, looking forward there's not going to be a lot of raids that make people want to raid e- i think this was just an exception because it's the legend it's a pseudo legendary dragon yeah i it's when we get on to not 
thankfully the next community day while a lot of people undesirable it doesn't have these raids afterwards um the I other they did no no oh. and we'll talk about that when we get to that in a little while okay um but say the what region is it you not unova 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 starters or kalos starters kalos at this point Ka- kalos so froki chestnut or froki chespin and fennekin um two of them start with f and one of them starts with c uh naming things is hard um it's weird no one's gonna care i i let me look i imagine i have enough xl candy for all of these um or i'm working probably plenty plenty of regular candy like holy cow plenty of regular candy i'm already a good portion through the xl candy requirement um froki fennekin uh, as well as overall catches um, and good PvP IVs. Um, and Chespin. I need to spell it right. Thank you. Fingers and brain. Um, Chespin's the only one that I really haven't caught a whole heck of a lot of, and I don't have like nearly the same XL, excuse me, regular candy and XL candy for Chespin. Um, but like, I'm set. I don't have to worry too much about it. And I imagine a lot of other people really don't have to worry too much about, oh, a community is coming. I have to go hard for those. So if they have the raid raid event afterwards, I don't think people are going to care unless there's another incentive to do it. Um, I imagine we'll get the unique form of Ash Greninja at some point, and that could be an implement for them to want to do a raid boss. But other than that, the other two don't really have much to offer. Yeah. Um, besides like, I don't know, a second community day move, uh, a different bonus, like quad XP or quad dust or something during the raid hours or from, from raid catches or something. I don't know. Um, it's, it's not, I don't think there will be another one until we get the next pseudo dragon that makes people want to do the raids. And even then, like if Dino doesn't didn't make people want to do the raids, does Gumi make people want to do the raids? Does Sligu make yeah. people want to do the raids? Does Axew uh, or Fracture, you know, make people want to do those four star raids? And I don't think they do. Um, no. But I, I'll give Niantic credit; it's a pretty creative way of doing it. Um, I think it does like it does require the community to come together um and that's what they're looking for so yeah. um but I think there there definitely needs to be some tweaks here for it to really hit with as many people as possible um yeah. and I think the other biggest thing is because you can't use remote raid passes it is vastly inaccessible um as well as um where was I going with that? I don't remember. It is it's 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 just counterintuitive to what how people have been playing for the last two years. So Yeah, it was 
one person in our local chat that's like, why can't I invite? And I was like, because it's 2018 and you need to get your butt in the car and come over here. Um. Yes. Uh, it's cool. Needs tweaks. We'll see. I don't know. Good community, though. Yes. Uh, sorry. Semi urgent text. I need to send a response to. Will not take too much time. Uh, okay. do you want to talk about the UBs? Uh, yeah, so I don't have a graphic here in front of me, but I've got it. They have announced that the two Ultra Beasts for the in person GoFest, or no, they did all three. I'm sorry. So it's Berlin, right? Yeah, Berlin is this weekend, which is Fiosma, yeah, Pharosma, Pharomosa, Pharomosa. Thank you, Pharomosa. Though it's not related Seattle, to Mimosas. we'll be getting Buzzswole. And then, uh, I forget the what's the location in Japan? Sapporo? Yep. We'll be getting Zerkatree. Two of those are semi-good. Unfortunately, the Cockroach is not. Um, they have been stated to be special research reward for those who have purchased the GoFest in-person tickets. So you will be getting one and only one currently, but the theory going, or have they actually stated that at the end of the GoFest events, the second part of the GoFest Global, you will be able to obtain any of them, to my understanding, if that's correct. Mm, Let me see. Or is that speculative? Um... Oh, and then, yes. of course, the most... In- Sorry. Uh, after these Ultra Beasts debut during their respective in-person of Pokemon Go Fest events, they will appear globally later in the season of Go. The the collective theory is that they will show up there in the... End of season event. Yes, the, the, the global Go Fest uh, end event. There is also the unknowns appearing. And, of course... Unfortunately, to Cowboy Hat Caterpie's much dismay, Sheriff Snorlax, a.k.a. Cowboy Hat Snorlax, yeehaw. Yep, that was announced. Uh, and I think the collective the collective community looked at it and said, poor Cowboy Hat Caterpie. Poor Mike Sorry. Nerd. Yep. So. But again, I still stand by that statement that we made when we first started this podcast. If a cowboy hat Caterpie can make it into the game, anything is possible. Yup. I mean, yeah, y- yeah. I mean, I guess, but we do also have to recognize it is Niantic, so there are going to be some things that just will not happen. Yeah, but this is totally just a slap in the face. It's like Caterpie doesn't make money, but Snorlax does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's your your Snorlax. There is a a it, Snorlax is, is pop- relevant. Yeah, Snorlax is in a different popularity 
tier entirely than than Caterpie, unfortunately. So, but hey, if the hat 3D model asset is you know being put into the game, they have it. They can, you know, you hit the the S key on their keyboard when they're animating things and scale it scale it down and put it on Caterpie if they feel like it. So. At least I think that's I how. I hope it's I, not one of those things where it, every evol- evolution gets it, and not just Caterpie, and it can evolve. Fingers crossed. It's a cowboy hat, uh, butterfree. Butterfree. That would be cool. String shot lasso. But uh, it, you know, set your expectations low accordingly, because we know that costume Pokemon don't like to be able to evolve. So. Yeah. Um, yes, things. Uh, the interesting thing, Formosa, Buzzwall, Zerkatry, they're all Ultra Beasts, but if they're at all anything like Nihiligo, um, they're not Mythics, so you can trade them. Correct. So, that's neat. Don't, do, do with that information as you will. Don't abuse it too crazily, please and thank you. Um, also, we'll see the release of the Beast Balls. Yes. The unique Pokeballs that were crafted by the Aether Foundation uh, to catch. I know in this they're calling it made by Rise, but they originally were made by the Aether Foundation. I wasn't going to correct you there. They're already in the game. Okay. If you have a stored Nihiligo catch, uh, what's it called? The research. Research um, stacked, you can you get a beast ball to try and catch apparently in the current encounters in the current encounters. Um, this is the first new ball we have ever gotten. We've had ever gotten. Yeah. No, that's not true. We did get premier balls. Oh, that's right. With the raids, with raids, with raids and tasks, we have premier balls. So this is the second ever new pokeball we've ever gotten in Pokemon go. Still a shame. No master ball. And we're seven, going on seven years, or is it going six on years? seven years? Going on seven years. Goodness gracious! There's so Wait, many pokes. Seven or six? Uh, it's 2022 came out in 2016. Math numbers. Huh. World. <laughs> what is it? It came out in 2022. 2016, uh-huh. and we're going into 2022. Um, are you asking for me inadvertently to bust out a calculator? Because I can't do that math in my head. Uh, I can do it. I'm old, sorry, and I suck at math. Don't hate me. 22 minus 16, 6. So this will be the six-year anniversary. Yes. Whack. Yep. Bro, we could have gotten tons of other Pokeballs. Like a ton. Dusk ball, heavy ball, love ball, luxury ball, net ball, dive ball. Yes. I mean, who knows? Maybe with uh, Pokemon from... GS ball. <laughs> um, Pokemon from Legends Arceus, maybe we get the uh, like OG Pokeball that you can craft from Legends Arceus. All it takes is an apricorn and some rock. Yep. So, like, that might be cool, too. Who knows? Stuff and things, things and stuff. You dig me? Digging. Oh, lives in a pineapple. 
for the C July. The July. Yep. July content update. June com- July Community Day. Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres return to raids. Pokemon Go anniversary event and more. I'm gonna try and breeze through this here because there's kind of things and not really things here. Uh, Pokemon Go Fest Berlin is this weekend. If you are going, go have fun. Be safe. Stay hydrated. Um, let us know how it is. Uh, because that would be cool. Um, all good over there? Yep. Sorry. Uh, brain fart. Um, Pokemon Go Fest Seattle, July 22nd to July 24th. Um, we'll be there all three days. Yes. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we will be leaving Sunday night. Uh, lest we get dragged into something. Who knows? Um, July Community Day. Sunday, July 17th. So the weekend before... After. What do you mean? Or no, it's before before Seattle. Sorry. Before, yeah, the weekend before... Hold on. It's the Sunday of the week of Seattle Go Fest. Ah. Yes. So that's Sunday, and then Seattle Go Fest starts on the 22nd. Correct. Uh, so five days later. <laughs> that's tight, but also, as I anticipated, it's not anything people really care about. It. We'll talk about July Community Day here in a moment. Um, upcoming events. Pokemon Go anniversary event. That starts this next week, the 6th of July. So a little under a week if you're listening to this podcast. <coughs> ah, no, that's that's probably pollen. Uh, um, so July 6th to Tuesday, July 12th. So little under a week, uh, Pokemon go anniversary event. No details on that. I, I, I guess, um, which is a bummer, but these announcements just came out today. So, yep. There is no details for the Pokemon go anniversary event. We'll probably get some information either just before Berlin or after Berlin. I'd say um, after. I'd put money on after. Yeah. Um, and then a question mark, question mark, question mark event, a special event featuring Pokemon debuts and new adventures. You bet. Get ready to uh, for a to-be-revealed event that will take place from Wednesday, July 27th to Tuesday, August 2nd. Um, let me take a quick peek here. That goes until July 22nd. What? That's then. 27th is when... That starts. Um, I have a feeling I know what the question mark event is. Do we bring out what was data mind? Cover your, oh yeah. Cover your ears if you don't want to hear potential spoilers. The question mark question mark question mark event might be a Galar event. Mm. This could be uh, now. Realistically, the anniversary event might showcase the starters for Galar. The question mark, question mark, question mark event might be the Galarian forms of the legendary birds. Because what better time to do new forms of the legendary birds than right after the Cantonian forms of the legendary birds? Mm-hmm. Um, and while Dialga is featured, because why not? Because time. I guess so. 
Um, realistically, right? it's it's between it's between two things. It's either a Galar event with the legendary birds because those were data mined very recently, um, or it is a Hisui event based on Legends Arceus um, because there was a couple of things. The Some of the Hisuian forms were data mined. And if Dialga is around playing around with time, they can do a question mark, question mark, question mark event where time is doing some weird stuff and we get some Hisuian forms. Um, Either way, new stuff, hopefully. Yes. Uh, well, for sure. For sure, some new stuff. Um, and I believe both of these events, because they are after GoFest weekends, they each have ultra unlock, um, specific ultra unlock bonuses for both events, um, mm-hmm. which are. Uh, global goals so not the even though jesse and i say don't have tickets to berlin we can still contribute to ultra unlock progress Um, and then the same thing for anyone that say doesn't have a ticket for seattle go fest um, that weekend you can still catch pokemon do whatever activity spin stops etc whatever the goal is contribute to that goal for the ultra unlocks now, to get over to raids, Friday, July 1st through Thursday, July 7th. So for one week, Articuno with its shiny available. Thursday, July 7th through Thursday, July 14th, Zapdos with its shiny available. Thursday, July 14th to Friday, July 22nd, Moltres with its shiny available. Uno, dos, trace. Quattro is Dialga. So from Friday, July 22nd to Sunday, July 31st. You can get Dialga. Dialga Quattro. Doesn't roll off the tongue very well. So, uh, Also shiny available. Does not look like any of their signature moves or legacy moves are coming back on any of these Pokemon. Their shinies are coming back, which for the case of, I would say, Articuno, Moltres, and Dialga are pretty cool. Zapdos is like a 5% on a like saturation shader down from what it currently is when it's shiny. So that's a bit of a bummer, but you know, to each their own, um, save up those raid passes. Just hang out. Mega raids, mega Charizard, mega Pidgeot, mega Gengar will appear in mega raids, mega Charizard X from the first through the seventh, the seventh through the 14th, mega Charizard Y Pidgeot, from the 14th to the 22nd, and Gengar from the 22nd to the 31st. Uh, All available as shiny, so that's cool. Raid hours. Each legendary Pokemon 5-star will have their own raid hour during their respective weeks. Uh, So the 6th will be Articuno, the 13th will be Zapdos, the 20th will be Moltres, and the 27th will be Dialga. Uh, These are probably the fifth plus time that the legendary birds have shown up in raids can't imagine it's going to be easy getting a group together to do those um <laughs> dialga will n- i would say never not be relevant so Dialga will be the whaling season 
So yeah, go for it. One of the most undisputed best Pokemon in Master League, potentially good in Ultra League. I think the one thing to take away is if it does, and I'm not telling people to do it, but if they do spoiler alert, spoiler alert, release the Galarian variants of Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, this would be a great time to stock up on candy for those. Yes. Actually, that's true, because they will share the same candy. Correct. So, both uh, regular and XL candy. Um... But, I think, for myself and personally, I'm going to be going hard on Dialga. I don't care for the other birds. I have 400-plus mm. candy of the other three. I can't imagine I have a whole lot of resources for them, but it is cool. So, um, Plus, the three of them aren't they aren't the worst. <laughs> they aren't the worst, they aren't but the they worst aren't legendary. the best. Uh, Zapdos is, I think, the weakest of the three. Um, Articuno it is interesting. Probably the most use, though. Zapdos and Articuno probably have the most use of the three. Mm. Um, Moltres, Moltres I, just falls kind of short of Ho. Um, I want to say Moltres is actually really high up there as far as both, um, particularly as a fire type attacker. So. I think it's better as a flyer. Okay. Because I, I watched... But that depends on if it's Brave Bird versus Sky Attack, and I don't think uh, Moltres gets incinerate. I'm pretty... I was watching Trainer I'm Tips video. Uh, Trainer Tips said that Moltres was a pretty solid fire-type attacker, so especially for, like, DPS uh, in raids. So Moltres is fire spin or wing attack. Uh-huh. Sky attack, fire blast, heat wave, overheat... Or ancient power. Okay, yeah, I think for raids overall, it's pretty solid. Um, PvP wise, it's it's okay. Yeah, because both flying and fire are okay. Yep. So, um, yes. Yeah, Ho caps out at forty three sixty seven, while Moltres caps out at thirty nine seventeen. And the difference is Ho-Oh is bulkier, but Moltres puts out 10% more damage. Um, July Research Breakthrough Encounters? Yeah. It's Lickitung. So catch them and trade them. Get that XL candy. Guaranteed XL candy till the end of this season. When trading. Too bad doesn't get body slam. Doesn't get body slam, which is a bummer. Um, it's shiny chances higher because it's an uncommon spawn. I think Trainer Tips was saying it was like a 1 in 65 or thereabouts. So mm. that's pretty solid if you don't have the shiny one. Um, I mean, the odds are still low, but it's better than like 1 in 240 something, which is the normal. So... Yeah, that's all right. Get you some. Spotlight hours. Um, They can't all be great. In the month of July, Pokemon Spotlight Hour will take place every Tuesday from 6 to 7 p.m. local time. Each, with a, uh, each will spotlight a different Pokemon and a special bonus. So July 5th, this next week, will be Ladybug and 2 times XP for catching Pokemon. Um... Yeah, if you want to build a Ladian, uh, now is the time to catch a bunch of them. 
Although I will say ladybug does seem to be pretty common. Maybe it's a weather boost thing here in the northern hemisphere where we're at, but um, ladybug do seem to be somewhat frequent. Uh, July 12th, Machop with two times candy for catching Pokemon. Uh, Machamp will... I don't think Machamp will ever get overthrown as far as the... The best fighting type? One of the best, if not the best fighting type, period. Um... Excellent. Um, do, 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 do. July 19th, Staryu with two times candy for transferring Pokemon. Unfortunately, that is before. Well, actually, fortunately and unfortunately, that is before the Seattle Go Fest. Um, <clears throat> so clear out your stuff on the 19th. If you're going to Seattle, get that additional candy. And July 26th, so... Two days? Hold on. Let me look at a calendar. I'm confused. Um, July 26th. That is the week, excuse me, the week after, the Tuesday after Seattle Go Fest. Um, that is Meditite and two times XP for evolving Pokemon. I'm going to keep some of the traded um, Geodudes that I have. And evolve them later for additional XP because once they're traded, they're a cheap first evolution and a free second evolution. So give me that XP, baby. That sweet, sweet XP. Never can have enough. Does any of this get you excited there, Jesse? No. <laughs> uh, okay. That's a bummer. Shinies are, Shinies are available for all of them, so we don't have anything going on. Like We could, we could go ham, but too bad we record podcasts on Tuesdays, so. Yeah. What can you do? What can you do? Hey, is that is that July? Like, like in a few days, is that July? Yeah, it's crazy, isn't um, it? Oh, my God, it's wild. What's that in the sky? That bright orange object. Oh, I was going to say, is it a bird? Is it a plane? No. It's super mad. No, it's just Starly. A whole lot of Starly. July twenty uh twenty twenty two community day. Bird on, up on Sunday, July seventeenth, twenty twenty two, from eleven a.m. to two p.m. local time. It's gonna be a lot of Starly. Um, the the base form just hangs out on the ground. It doesn't fly around, which is kind of a bummer. But um, I mean, at least it's not P Dove. It's not pigeons. Starly. <laughs> yeah. Starly will appear more frequently in the wild. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny one. It's uh it's slightly more brown with a little bit of blue. Uh featured attack. If you evolve Staraptor or evolve Staravia, Starly's evolution, during the event or up to five hours afterwards, five hours afterwards, to get a Staraptor that nodes the fast attack gust. Um I think the prominent thing that knows gust currently is Pidgeot. Pidgeot. Uh, is that the only thing that has Gust currently? Correct. Goodness. It is a confusion clone for flyers, which means it hits hard, takes a while, and also generates energy at a pretty reasonable clip, I will say. Um, yeah. Does this help Staraptor? No. No. No, it doesn't. Not really. 
Um, on a purely stat, stat by stat basis, this wins. I think in total in all three leagues, this wins it. Ballpark twenty plus twenty-ish wins, of like mid 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 level stuff. Um, like this doesn't this doesn't get it wins in places where it needs it. You can play a little bit of bait. Staraptor has a somewhat interesting move set. Give me one second. I'm gonna pull up my own because Staraptor was one that I was like, yeah, I'm gonna evolve it and have a great league one uh so currently i have one with wing attack brave bird and close combat and by the way brave bird and close combat are not small requirements um it has to hurt itself to be efficient yep both of them have defense drops so um if you wanted a really underwhelming community day before a go fest um the exact opposite of what you're doing for berlin go with starly community day Because Dino was this last weekend and Berlin is happening, so people caught a whole bunch of stuff and used a bunch of resources and now have to go ham to get uh, their resources back. But uh, not the case for Seattle. We get to hang out and chill for Starly Community Day. Um, The one little benefit anecdote thing here is if we don't get a rocket event between now and Starly Community Day, which I would say... There is a chance that the anniversary event will allow us to TM frustration off of Shadow Pokemon, um, but there's also a likelihood that that will not be the case. Um, the benefit is Gust is a fast move, so we don't have to worry about TMing frustration off of Staraptors. You can evolve those Shadow Staraptors to your heart's content and still get the legacy move, um, which works out because I have... What did I share? Like a rank 6? Like a really good one? Like a really good one for the shadow, yeah. Yes, um, rank thirty-seven, a rank nine Staraptor for Great League, just waiting to be evolved, which is also cool. So I'm I'm set. Uh, gonna need more XL candy for sure. Um, but more details here. Community Day Special Research Story Field Notes Starly. For $1, the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency, you'll be able to access the Starly Community Day exclusive Special Research Story Field Notes Starly. Stay tuned for when tickets for the Special Research Story go live. Remember, you can give a ticket to a friend so they can experience the Community Day Special Research Story 2. Asterisk uh, to gift a ticket, tap the Special Research Ticket in the in-game shop, then tap the gift button instead of the buy button. Tickets are not refundable, blah, 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 blah. Certain restrictions uh, apply. Gifting cannot be completed if the recipient has purchased a special research ticket or has been gifted one already. Um, nifty little nugget here for me loving the little narratives that are going on within this season of Pokemon Go. Um, Willow's gone. Professor Willow is gone. So the person that is talking to you during... was talking to you during the field notes for Dino... Um, and I imagine we'll be talking to you during the field notes for Starly is free. So, um, re will be bumbling around, bumbling around with, um, the, your local rank language. Um, cause he was certainly bumbling around with English, um, and making some funny goofs as he was trying to interface with us. 
um, and learn more about the Pokemon around us. So um, that's why it's called Field Notes Starly, because Re is making some, taking some notes about Pokemon around us. Um, this has me excited. Um, no telling as far as what the items are going to be in it just yet. I know that Dino's items within that 99 cent ticket was maybe a little bit more disappointing than it has been in the past. Um, we'll have to wait to see what Starly's is. It might be something that gets a little bit better just because the Pokemon that's being featured is a little less enticing. Um, but again, we'll have to wait and see. The event bonuses for Starly Community Day um, is focusing on a catch XP. So it is a th base three times catch XP with a two times candy for catching Pokemon. Uh, two times chance to receive Starly X Starly Candy XL from catching Starly. Um, incense activated during the event will last for three hours. As usual, one additional special trade can be made during the event for up to and up to five hours afterwards for a maximum of three for the day. So a whole lot of um, special trades available. Um, similar, which was a similar bonus to Dino Community Day. Lure modules activated during the event will last for three hours. Take a few snapshots during Community Day for Starly surprises. Trades made during the event and up to five hours afterwards will require 50% less Stardust. So if you wanted to get through your 100 trades for the day to get those free XL candies for the Pokemon you trade out, um, do it afterwards and save yourself a chunk of dust. Um, bonuses for groups work together with other trainers to unlock additional bonuses if enough Pokemon are caught by trainers with help from a single lure module the three times XP bonus for catching Pokemon near the lured Pokestop will increase to a four times bonus XP for 30 minutes uh, bonus will not stack with base three times catch XP bonus and will instead replace it for the duration my one complaint here is visually there is no easy way of telling when this activates. Um, you basically just have to keep an eye out on um, the amount of XP you gain per catch. So Yeah, and if it's non-weather boosted, it'll be that stagnant amount. Well, don't I look like a horse's face? Bonus raid battles after Community Day is happening just like Dino Community Day. I somehow missed this in the initial drop of this information, I guess. Um, so from 2 to 7 p.m. local time, uh, no one will want to do these. I'm so very sorry. Uh, after the three-hour Community Day event ends trainers will be able to challenge unique four-star raid battles claiming victory in one of these raids will call starly to appear around the gym that hosted the raid for 30 minutes please know that the community day bonus is listed above in the event bonuses and bonuses for groups sections only apply to the three-hour community day event period um a four-star raid battles these raids can only be accessed with raid passes and premium battle passes remote raid passes cannot be used it is staravia in four-star raid battles Trying to think it's a normal flyer. If there's anything that's super effective, ice, electric, it's not going to have anything that's going to be able to counter that. So, Agron, um, all team Agron. Agron is a very solid choice. Uh, Agron, Titars. Um, what's the rock fighter? 
Actually, that's probably not the best option, but it is a great rock-type attacker. Um, I want to say Terrakion, but that's not right. Yeah, Terrakion's the, is rock it Terrakion? fight, the only rock-fighting oh, we have. I am goofy, and I did know that information. Um, very good rock-type attacker. Um, also, ice. Um, I think, ideally, you're using... Um, Mammoth Swine is not a bad option. Exactly, because it will resist the flying and also hurt a lot. So, um, Bonus for completing four-star raid battles. Once you defeat Staravia in four-star raid battle, Starly will be ap- begin to appear in a 300-meter radius around the gym that hosted the raid for 30 minutes. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny one. Uh, same shiny chance as the main hours of Starly Community Day. Starly Stickers. Etc. Um, so yeah, basically Dino Community Day with an adjustment from what was Dino? Was it additional? No, it wasn't additional dust. It was a reduction hatch. in hatch distance that is getting swapped for catch XP. Correct. And it's uh, entirely less desirable Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, now I love Starly in my um playthrough of Pokemon Pearl version um, I used my Star Raptor all the way through to the end of the championship run um, if I pulled up my save game data my first Hall of Fame entry will have my Star Raptor if not I think most of my Hall of Fame entries after that should continue to have my Star Raptor so um, I'm excited also it's a ton of XP so if you're like me and aren't at level 50 yet, um, this is one you can grind for. So, um, yeah. Cool, I guess. Are you excited for this, Jesse? No. Okay. I was going to say. Cool, you... Pokemon. Bad move. Are you excited for this, Jesse? He says, knowing the answer already. Yeah, I we'll wait and see. Staraptor could get move changes but we are still getting closer to worlds play pokemon worlds so they don't want to change anything up um i think that's the one interesting thing oh we never talked about brutal swing and it's um brutal swing it was going to be broken but then they made it a surf clone which is still reasonable but it's still okay yeah with uh having snarl and dragon breath to get it there um brutal swing is uh consistent dark type move for hydragon so um this might not move the needle for star after a whole heck of a lot and its stats really don't help it here like at all it's um, unfortunate it's just it's charge moves it needs a bait move yeah it needs something a little bit different here um it doesn't mean that it can't get something like aerial ace or it can't get any Even of the punches dance. yeah it, i mean but then you're looking at a a clone of Pidgeot. Not necessarily. It's more aggressive than Pidgeot. Yeah. Um, I would see something like Aerial Ace. Um, what was the move that Jumpluff got? Acrobatics. Acrobatics might be something it gets. But even um, that's a pretty powerful move. Yeah. But it, it doesn't debuff it. It doesn't debuff <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be options. I'm even thinking of, like, maybe there's another fighting type move that it could get. Um, let me 
do a quick check here. There might be another fighting type move that I could get. Um, that would uh, restore Raptor. Pokemon Cerebi. Um, there might be another fighting type move that will really push the needle and put it in a different spot. The downside is it's still a normal. It's even though it has fighting type moves, it's still a normal fighter uh, at yeah. Staraptor. So, um, it gets close combat. Final Gambit. This is in generation. Oh, this isn't even the most recent generation. So that's in Gen Seven. In Gen Eight, it can learn close combat. Still final gambit. Um, ooh, the user risks everything to attack its target. The user faints but does damage equal to its HP. That might be wild. Um, it could learn steel wing, key impact, U-turn, fly, defog, detect, and revenge, which are both fighting type moves. Revenge is the only one that damages. So yeah. It's probably one of the only flyers that can learn close combat, but other than that, it really doesn't get a whole lot. So, um, Aerial Ace, I think, would really help it here. Uh, Final Gambit, if it was brought into Pokemon Go, would be fascinating, but I don't know how well that would work for it. Um, Steel Wing is another fast attack, so that doesn't help it with Gust. Um, something like U-Turn would be interesting. Is Fly already in the game? No, uh, not legally. Okay, so Fly might be an interesting charge move at some point. Say it's a flying type clone of Surf. I think it would. <clears throat> I think it'd be a beneficial thing if it was like a defense, de a defense buff. Mm -hmm. Because in the main series games, they disappear for a turn and then come back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um. The you said that it learns feather dance. It learns it via egg moves, mm -hmm. which hasn't negated a Pokemon from having it in Pokemon Go yet. Um, the other thing that I mentioned before was revenge is also an egg move. It is a fighting type. This attacks move power. This attack moves power is doubled if the user has been hurt by the opponent in the same turn. Um, that might just be an attack buff. Because turns are weird and go, as we all know. So if anything, they'll make that a fast move. That's what it's essentially a better counter. Whoa, that would be gross. I mean, in the games, that's what counter did. Is it was you? That was the slower Pokemon's way to turn the tide of battles. Is if you had a bulkier Pokemon like Snorlax mm -hmm. or a slower fighting type like Hariyama. You give them these moves because then they're still viable if they get hit. Mm -hmm. There are some key Pokemon that get revenge. Yep. Uh, the two Stunfisks. <laughs> and that's as a fighting move, which would really help them against the dark types. Yes. Uh, Cacturn and Zangoose both get it. Quillfish gets it via level up in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Technical Machine... Hey, Galarian Zapdos gets it. 
Uh, Blazekin, Shiftry, Crawdunt. Okay, there's some weird stuff that gets it here. Those are some ones that you're listing that don't really make it. They can learn it, they sure. They can learn it via technical but they're all they're already top speed-based Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some... There's some cool stuff. Yeah, I don't know if it would be... I don't. I doubt they would make it a counter clone, but better. Um, just because counter is so gosh diddly darn good that if they made something even better, we would the the world would implode. <laughs> so I would hope that it would be a little less crazy than that. Um, yeah. but who knows? Um, I I imagine it would be some sort of charge move that gives an attack buff or something. So. Um, and then give in to very few Pokemon because don't give that to a fighting type. That's gross. All right, we are going to do a thing. Welcome to the meta analysis. Jump into the meta analysis here. Uh, we're going to start with a brief overview of Summer Cup. I know Summer Cup in GBL is not going to come out until August, but the special event that is happening, the special tournament, the won't, we won't stop battle for row, um, is using the summer cup meta in a show six pick three format for their tournament. So we're going to briefly run over the summer cup meta, um, here on stream. Um, PvP Steve, another quick little, I, I do enjoy that his videos are pretty, pretty bite-sized. I would say they're uh, very digestible um, and within the uh, scope of the YouTube algorithm, I would say. Um, I think the only thing better would be if he made them into YouTube shorts, then YouTube would absolutely, the algorithm would absolutely love it. Um, but Summer Cup Meta Simplified. Um nifty little graphic here that shows you've got your fighters in the center um ices and normals on the outside that they are beating generally speaking um your ices are beating your flyers your flyers are beating your fighters um the normals and rock because cradilly um which are losing to the fighters are beating arachnid 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 don't worry, I'll just keep messing that one up. Araquanid and Ninetales, Kentonian Ninetales. Kentonian, yep. Uh, and both of those are beating the fighters. And then your ghosts, your Alolan Marowak and Trevenant, just kind of hanging out. Because they're good neutralists and have, I think, case-by-case -case basis matchups against everything here. So, yeah. Um... It's weird. Summer Cup is, I believe... Let me... I sent you the description. Oh, you did? Oh, you are the greatest. Uh, Pokemon must be at or below 1,500 CP to enter. Only normal fire, water, grass, electric, and bug-type Pokemon will be permitted. Um, overall typing-wise, water has some disadvantages here. It beats fire. Overall performs really great, but both grass and electric will beat it out. So 
I imagine there's going to be some of those. You'll see water uh, around town, but for the most part, there's going to be things that are going to outperform it. Especially the normals in a... have incredible diversity and move coverage, and then electric and uh, grass are just unchecked because there's no ground types. Yes. Um, your grass are going to be one of your better counters to the electric. electric. Um, your it's not banning dual types, so because water's around, you'll see Swampert. Um, you'll see your Mud Boys, which are going to resist the electric. Um, they're but going you to. You got to be careful for those grass that are around, and a lot of normals like Ligatung have Power Whip. Exactly, they're going to be dangerously, uh, dangerously weak to the grass. So. There's some stuff all over the place, and it's gonna be a weird one. Um, actually, I'm curious to see Swampert's at 19 at one of the first like proper water type performers. Blazekin is higher. Counter Blazekick Brave Bird. Oh, you're not running. Ooh, hi. You're not running Blastburn. You're running Blazekick and Brave Bird. There at 18, we see Sydney's Shadow Amber Ninetales. Yep. Um, Ember with a Elite TM. Weatherball Fire and Psyshock, I imagine. Um, though you it's do Overheat. Have... Oh, you're running Overheat over Psyshock? Yep. Oh, interesting. What fighters are you using it against? Um, I, that's true. You've got pseudo fighters. Um, so you've got, I think probably one of the only fighting is Blaziken, Blaziken, Beware, Chestnut at 51, Heracross at 59, Polyrath. But you're using fire to beat Chestnut and Heracross. Yeah, I guess. Um, Overheat from a Shadow Ninetales, nothing likes it, even fire types die. No, sure. Um, I mean, water types aren't going to mind it too much. I imagine Swampert can take one just because it's what quad resist no ground doesn't resist fire it's just good against it mm. gosh darn you rock paper scissors lizard spock of pokemon typing there i'll be able to tell you real quick um yeah it, it's an interesting meta i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna put together here there's some cool stuff that i have I got a Tropius. I don't have a Lickitung powered up, so I don't know how much I'm going to be wanting to do. Actually, how far am I to my Lickitung? Let's find out. I feel like I have quite a ways to go. Power up. Oh. I have, let's see, 193, and I need two... 193, 193 candy XL for Lickitung, and I need 216. So I am two power-ups away from getting a 1497. I'm at 1479 if I wanted to power it up right now, which is actually pretty close. So maybe I will try and do a Lickitung. It's only going to perform as one of the best Pokemon in this meta. So maybe now is the time to give it a shot. 
Um, let's see. Tropius, I'm okay with running. Uh, Vigoroth, I'm okay with running. A Shadow Zapdos would be a very interesting and maybe spicy pick here. I honestly don't know if I would feel okay with that. Um, Trevenant, definitely within the cards. Walrein's going to perform pretty darn good here, I would say. Powdered Snow and Icicle Spear is going to be only resisted by Waters and I think Fire, but Earthquake. So, did you go AFK again? Nope, I'm here. Okay. Um, you will have some flyers with your normals, normal flyers. Um, you won't see Star Raptor. It's way too early for that. Although I could try Star Raptor. I could go Super Spice. Star Raptor. Oh, by the way, Staravia performs better because it yeah. has an Aerial Ace that doesn't buff it, debuff it. So, oh, it's got Heat Wave. Oh, that's fun. That's ridiculous. Um, let's see. Staraptor all the way down at 388. If I wanted to use it. Wing attack, Brave Bird, close combat. It also has Heat Wave. Oh. High energy coverage. With Gust, I wonder how fast it gets to Heat Wave. I I don't know if it really gets there. But that might be interesting. A little bit of play. Not for this meta, I should say. But, uh, yes. I mean, overall, good performers. It's interesting for me to see the electric types as high as they are when I think in the past, the electric types just haven't performed that well. So, like, on paper, they might look good. But overall, I don't think they look that great. Yeah. So we'll have to sort of wait and see. Oh, goodness gracious. Chansey XL. That's gross. Some Snorlax action. Lorantis. Because I only hate to see that now from. <laughs> because the, of Proto. Because of. Yup. Um, I'm going to hold my tongue. Uh, yeah, I, th this meta is, I think the, the interesting thing is we're playing this meta well before GBL. Um, and we're also playing it in a pick six show three or sh show six pick three format. So it's going to play maybe a little different than how you would play it with GBL. So thoughts. It's good practice. Yes. Good practice and should be good fun. So um, it all depends on how much time I have to either go weird with a team and hopefully have something reasonable or run straight meta because I don't have much time else and hopefully I still put together a reasonable team. Maybe. Alrighty. Do you want to talk briefly about the Architect Cup? July yes. 2022, the Sylph League Arena. 2022 regionals. Uh, so this is not only July's meta, but also the regional meta for the Sylph League Arena 
2022 season. Um, um, select six of any of the Pokemon from the whitelist. I'm going to speed read these because I feel like it. Deal with that. Haunter, Gengar, <laughs> Dusclops, Alolan Marowak, Baynet, uh, help. What is After it? Baynet? Drapion. Drapion, okay. Skunk Tank. Uh, goodness gracious, my brain. Work with me here. Quillfish, Muck, uh, Ocanto Muck, Alolan Muck, Beedrill, Venomoth, Ariados, Scoliopede, Galarian Slowbro, uh, Lapras, Celio, uh, Frostlass, Galalee, Cranidos, no, Cradilly, Cradilly, sorry, <laughs> wrong of the two fossils, uh, Trevenant, Jumpluff, Shiftree, Pseudoudo, uh, Polyrath, Beware, Dawnfan, Munchlax, and Snorlax. Uh, normal cast form. That is only normal cast form. Linoon, Lickalicky, not lick a tongue, Lickalicky. Big. big. Uh, clarification: It is the non-Galarian Linoon. Right. That is Hoen Hoenian. I don't know. Regular Linoon. <laughs> yes, or OG Linoon. Um, big pink Stay Puffed mark Marshmallow. Licka Licky, Golbat, Pelipper, Charizard, Gyarados, Typhlosion, um, but, 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 but Milotic, uh, Malamar, and Canto Sandslash. I would like to make one little point out. Okay. Uh, these look like they're all on the same sheet because Charizard's tail flame is in Gyarados' picture if you look close enough. That is an Awesome observation. Yes, uh, layers, <laughs> layers wise, I bet they're all in the same layer. And then the the background, they're basically like masked out one way or another. So yeah, that's that's a great observation, and it's really cool. Um, let's see. Mega's not permitted. Shadow forms are permitted, so you can't have shadows. Um, it's weird. It's like picking things. It's a very big whitelisted meta. Yes, very generic whitelisted meta. Um, there are things that perform definitely perform better than others, but I think even things like Canto Sandslash, which has really not had any play, um, I think Canto Sandslash has a little bit of availability here. So there is especially with this community move in Shadow Claw. Community move in Shadow Claw. I think there's a lot of poisons, like a lot of poisons, where Cantonian Sand Slash can. It's either Rock Slide or Earthquake. Yeah. Um. Can can really play, can really play around with. Also, with a lot of ghosts around that Shadow Claw, um. That Shadow Claw is going to be able to dish out some damage. So the problem with that is, though, is everything that is sh- that is Ghost also has an answer to it. Hmm. 
I mean, depending. The the benefit is like at Gengar and Haunter, like you have to get to what focus blast. For what them? No, you just spam shadow punch. I guess neutral. Sure. Neutral with stab on an attack weighted Pokemon. Uh huh. Um, Bone Club for Avalanche. Yeah, Bone Club for uh, Alolan Marowak. Alolan Marowak will just go Shadow Bone. It doesn't need to do Bone Club. Right, but you get to Bone Club faster. True. It's a well, it gets ground on ground, so yeah. Um. Yeah, I. I think it has some play. Will we see people use it? I I don't think we will. I don't will. think so. Not unless they're no. running Shadow. I mean, even then, I don't think it performs quite as good. Um, no, I think the one that's been the talk of the town for our group has been Gyarados. With a very limited number of electric, with all of Gyarados' arsenal, it has a very good score even in the one-shield scenario against everything. The little bit of grass that's here um, is neutral because of the flying, um, as well as Gyarados's neutrality while using Dragon Breath or Dragon Tail. Dragon that... Breath, Dragon Tail, Bite, or uh, Waterfall. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there are some cases where Waterfall, like the neutral big damage works, but I think I like the the overall neutrality and just... Dragon Breath or Tail? Yeah, the sheer output that those two With can no do. Steel or Fairy, it's going unopposed. Yeah. Because ice doesn't resist it. It's a it's this like the one pseudo dragon here, uh, except for what Dawn Charizard or right. Milotic. Yes. Why do I feel like Dawn Fan has Dragon Tail? It doesn't. It's counter mud shot, counter mud slap or charm. Mm. Does it have Dragon Tail in the main series games? No. Huh. It's got a dragon trunk though. Ha <laughs> ha. That's the sound of elephant makes. Sorry, my brain is collapsing in on itself. We yes, some spicy options. Uh, cast form. Galali resists all of the other ghosts, but still hits them. Yup. And it also has rock weather ball. Yup, it spams hard. It's, uh, yeah, there's some really interesting spice here that, I mean, Bayonet, why? Why is Bayonet here? That's probably one of the biggest, like, underperformers, maybe, maybe behind Kanto Sandslash of, like, does anyone have a Bayonet built that they're willing to run here? I have one built. Am I willing to run it? No. Yeah. That's that's my. Why do I have one built? Because Jesse likes trying dumb things. I mean, I think I have uh, I have one locked away that I haven't second moved, but I could. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's here. Maybe we'll find out later, but it's it seems like an interesting one. Also, to make note, this will be our invitationals meta as well. Yes, I believe we've made that. We made the comment earlier. 
because it says up in the top corner. It says July on one corner and Sylph League Arena 2022 Regionals in the other. So Okay. Um, yes, uh, it does the thing. It is the stuff. Uh, it it's should going to be... be an interesting cup. You might... I hope it doesn't devolve into Ferocious 2.0, but I think there's enough diversity that people won't be just like, oh, it's Umbreon or Bust. Yes, thankfully that's not here. Not from what we see yet. No. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to like building a team here. Um, there's things that I want to like or want to want to use, but I won't. Like, I want to be able to use Scoliopede. I don't think it... I don't think it will perform from past experience. Um... Yeah. So Past here's your top 20 overall to. for the cup from PV Poke. Give me a Number second. one is Beware. Give me one second. I'll pull it up. Architect. Okay. Yep. Number one is Beware. Number two is Regular Snorlax. Mm -hmm. Number three is Shadow Gyarados. Number four is Pelipper. Gyarados, number five, six, Cradilly, seven, Munchlax, eight, Shadow Beedrill, Snorlax, Shadow, number nine, Golbat, number 10, 11, Regular Cantonian Muck. Drapion regular and Drapion Shadow take up 12 and 13. Celio taking up 14. Licky Licky taking up 15. Lapras 16. Frostlass 17. Golbat Shadow and 18. And then Malamar and Skoliopede topping out your 20. Munchlax and Snorlax both appear consistently. Um, Gyarados as well. Anything that you can see both their regular and shadow form on this chart tells you that they're going to be good generalists. So you have double the Gyarados, double the Snorlax, double the Golbat, and double the Drapion within top 20. Um, yeah, that, I, I don't know. I, I There isn't any additional resources yet on this other than PV Poke. Um, there really isn't a meta breakdown. Um, yeah. As much as but I would... From what I'm seeing, it's either normal, water flyer, or poison. Mm -hmm. As much as I would love to see a meta that's a lot of generalists against each other um, with a lot of like neutral matchups that never seems to happen. So I think we're going to, it's going to have to, um, boil down to a lot of RPS. Yeah. Unless you go absolutely wild in your team building. Cause somebody was running an all water team for this last meta for mm -hmm. June's meta. And it worked. So, um, I imagine we might see, oh, we might see something similar here where, um, you know, a, a, a all poison team or something might have just, just enough diversity that no other team can really outperform it. So, yeah, but we'll have to kind of wait and see. I think it's, I think it's a good mix of 
reasonable performers, and then outside of that, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. Yeah, it's my, too early to say. We just got the announcement a couple days ago, so. My brain can't handle it. Do some tests, play around with it. Yep. Oh, goodness. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I think at this point we are going to wrap it up and send it off. Um, let's see. This weekend is 4th of July weekend. If you are here in America, there should be a three-day weekend upcoming for you uh, at the very least. Go enjoy it. Stay hydrated. Stay safe. Please, please stay safe. Um, come hang out on Sunday again. Uh, Sunday at 11 a.m. to an indeterminate amount of time, 11 a.m. PST or 2 p.m. EDT uh, for a fun tournament and stream. Um, if you are in Berlin, go have fun, catch stuff, um, hang out with people, um, be safe. Uh, again, drink water, uh, hydrate, stay hydrated out there, um, and report back. This will be the first of the in-person GoFest events, so I am interested to see what we get as far as, um, say, research, what the rewards for the three uh, Ultra Beasts are, etc. So we'll kind of just have to wait and see what it looks like. Um, and then what was your community question? Um, oh, um, how is GBL performing and trainer battles performing now that the um, bugs have been addressed? Um, I want to know what your thoughts have been, what your experiences have been. Um you know, maybe a before and after. Uh, how is it feeling? Does this does this give you um, the warm and fuzzies inside? Are you feeling positive about it? So, that is my question. Awesome, little flexible. So, um, if you want to reach out to us, uh, we are at battle underscore science on Twitter. Uh, you can email us at, at battlescience.podcast at gmail dot com. Um, you can join our Discord. The link is in the description in any format you are watching or listening uh, in. Oh, let's see. Back us on Patreon. Help support us financially. Um, Patreon.com slash Battle Science. You can uh, become a Patreon podcast producer. Get your name read right on the show. Uh, and get access to the Battle Science After Dark podcast, um, the monthly Patreon-exclusive podcast. Um, I'm saying um again. If you like me saying um and think it's funny, you can get it on a mug. Uh, I believe it's Stream Elements. Oh, goodness. What is that link? It's bad. What? What? What's bad? The image I sent. I am not seeing it yet. I'm scared. Store.streamelements.com slash battle science. Uh, you can get the um on a mug uh, if you're feeling it. 
I'm scared. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty terrible there, Jesse. Um Yeah. Yeah, that's that's rough, bud. Um I'm saying I'm more The caffeine is wearing off. I'm sorry. It's late. We're both it's very not tired as, from our jobs. It's not as late as it could be. Um we'll that's catch true. we can catch you guys out uh in Seattle for GoFest later on in July. Uh, we'll have one episode between now and then, so um, we'll fill you in with some additional information in between uh, and maybe give you a podcast to commute to GoFest to um, in two weeks' time. In the meantime, uh, come hang out. Come say hello. Um, ask us questions. Do the stuff. Be the things. Be reasonable human beings to each other. Please and thank you. Uh, and we'll catch you out there on the battlefield. Bye.